Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi, I'm Caroline Ferry. Welcome to this week's episode of My Big Idea, an ASOS podcast. This week, I'm talking to Haley Louisa Brown, the woman behind sellout music publication, Brick Magazine. Here's Haley's story. Hi Hayley, welcome to the kind of noisy ASOS canteen. How are you today? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Well, Good. thank you so much for coming in and telling us all about your big idea. Would you like to start off telling the guys what Brick Magazine is? Sure. Um, okay, so Brick Magazine is a new magazine that came out in March this year that um, I've been working on for a really long time and it's a biannual hip-hop culture publication wow and it's a biggie i've seen one and it's gigantic yeah yeah it's that was kind of the thing that i I wanted to do with it i I love print and i feel like when stuff's printed you kind of give much more time and value to it as an object rather than a website or whatever because i think we're kind of bombarded nowadays with so much information all the time that having something in print in front of you kind of to me I think is really important and I think it it's um yeah it makes a massive difference generally yeah. onto how you how you look at the the articles and the photos and how much you value them as things so for me it was really important to do that and make it a really nice object that people would want to have. So you, and it does look so beautiful. You, Thank you. are a photographer yes. first and foremost, aren't uh-huh. you? And you have lots of amazing clients, uh, <laughs> including ASOS. Including ASOS, yeah. <laughs> but you work quite a lot with like Universal and Adidas and everyone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. is is it the connections through your photography work that got you interested in setting up a magazine? Like, how did you get that ball rolling? Okay, well. Um, so yeah, I was a photographer first and um, I've always, I love music generally and um, I was shooting a lot of stuff for um, Clash magazine and um, I actually used to live with Rob who's the creative director there and um, I'd be constantly on his back and on Simon Harper who's the editor-in-chief there um, on their backs about, can we put this person in the magazine? I really want to shoot this person. This person's coming to London. Can we do something? And um, they they didn't really include a lot of hip-hop in the magazine and so kind of got to a point where I basically invented a job for myself at Clash and um, so I was the hip-hop editor at Clash for a while and um, for maybe a year kind of thing and um did a lot of stuff for that and and it was great and I really really enjoyed it but obviously because it's covers such a broad spectrum of music and they also do quite a lot of fashion and film stuff as well it wasn't enough for me so I I left there and with the intention of of doing something of my own and I'd been thinking about doing something of my own before that anyway but working at Clash kind of set the ball off in my head that I thought oh maybe this is actually a realistic thing that I I can do and I can make happen so yeah I kind of took a year out then just shooting and then I 
started working on what became Brick. It's yeah. incredibly impressive. <laughs> I, like, as soon as I was reading your story, I was like, how does someone who's a photographer who has never, you know, like set up a magazine before, yeah. which is basically most people, yeah. <laughs> how do you convince Wiz Khalifa to be on your cover? Like, how does that happen? Because that seems like a mountain to climb. Um, it kind of felt like that at the, at the beginning. I mean, I was really lucky because I shoot a lot of musicians anyway for, for Clash and for other publications. I'd been shooting quite a lot of hip-hop artists. And so I, and from working at the magazine previously, I kind of built up quite a lot of connections with record labels and things anyway. So there was a base level of trust there that I think that they knew I wasn't going to do anything stupid yeah. with any of their clients. And also... Um, I was working with a friend of mine, Grant Bryden, who is the editor of the of the magazine, and um, he has been writing for a lot of different publications as well. So he had the connections as well, and kind of between us, things just sort of kept happening, and we kept kind of looking at each other and pinching ourselves and being like, "Really? Did, did, did they just say yes to to that? Like, really? Okay." And um, yeah, one of the guys, Imran, who works at Sony, um, he was super helpful, and he had a lot of confidence and faith in both of us and he actually gave us TI which was one of the first people that we kind of secured and Mm -hmm. I think then going to other labels and other people and being like okay look we've got TI in here and we've got this person in there they were then like oh okay and it kind of gave it some um, got a momentum going yeah Yeah. and I think once people realised that other great artists were in there they were more willing to be like oh yeah we should be in here we should be in this thing and so yeah and when it came to the the very beginning, like setting yeah. up, hiring people, all that sort of thing, uh-huh. like how did you go about that? Oh, I, it was very, and I mean, it still is, don't get me wrong. It's mm. literally me in my little office space, writing a bajillion emails and all that kind of thing and, and doing everything from, it's very DIY operation. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I, I was really lucky in that the, the the team that I had around me of Grant and Rick, who is my art director, who has a design studio called Delivered by Post, he was incredibly supportive throughout the whole process and we worked together quite a lot. So it, it never really felt like I was in it on my own. But yeah. I think I've never done it before. So it was a lot of trial and, and error and just yeah. kind of seeing what worked and trying my best to, to make make things happen I, I guess there wasn't really any kind of systematic operation behind it to be completely honest was there any bits along the way that you felt like oh god I'm really not able for this like this is yeah. really out of my comfort oh zone my gosh. Like, even to do with like getting stuff getting the actual book published uh-huh. and you know like all that yeah. sort of stuff that seems really complicated yeah it there were a lot of times when I was literally just like what am I doing <laughs> And even like now, sometimes I, I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's great that you did that, but what the hell? Like, why did you just not? Like, you were doing fine, just taking pictures. You could have just carried on doing that, and that yeah. should have like, why wasn't that enough? Um, so I, I'm a bit like, you're an idiot. This is so much, <laughs> so much stress. <laughs> but no, it's it's really great. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've just been lucky that. everyone's been really supportive and helpful and Simon from Clash was always like if you ever need any advice on anything you can talk to me and everyone around me was just really great and and helped so I think without the people around me that I had around me I don't think it would have it would have happened but I think it's very overwhelming to 
to just jump into something you don't know and be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I'm really glad that it worked out how it did I think. it sounds yeah. amazing and you, you so you obviously have some some mentors and that you have all these uh-huh. people advising you and supporting you yeah and that's because you already have such a good professional relationship with them uh-huh. and you've kind of proved yourself um one question i had i've read uh-huh. interviews with you before <laughs> do you um work all the time so you work from home right and yeah I've, I've seen you say like it's very hard to switch off yeah do you find that like are, how are you juggling everything because you're still doing some photography yeah you're still I'm, when i'm, I'm working on the that. next issue uh-huh. i assume yeah um i work a lot <laughs> i th- <laughs> i think i always i always kind of say this like i think when you're freelance there's not that divide of work and home especially because I have like a workspace at home and stuff as well and I think I'm always of the mindset like if I can get something done I want to I want to do it and I feel like a lot of people if they're in an office it'll get to five and if they haven't finished they'll be like okay I'll I'll pick up on that tomorrow but if I start something I really want to get it done so there's a lot of times when I'm just doing stuff really late or getting up really early and doing things but I try and like I go to the gym and I run quite a lot so like that for me is like my time to let my brain kind of yeah clear clear itself up and just chill out for a bit you you take the effort to unwind yeah Yeah. i try i think you have to otherwise you go mental and also orange is the new black is like (laughs) mega distracting (laughs) i love it and um can you tell me um was there anything that happened along the way that um you felt was a real setback and that you you kind of recovered from and that you think would be quite a useful thing like useful story to tell so that other people can kind of understand that if this happens like don't stop don't stop working on it like you will get through it i i think for me it was a a lot to do with like deadlines and stuff like we originally wanted to come out in september and we ended up coming out in march right so that was really disheartening and there were times when I was like let's just release it online like whatever I don't and it just felt really really overwhelming at times and I just thought I can't I can't do it and then you have to kind of kick yourself in the butt and be like you've come this far you need to continue but yeah deadlines when people didn't get stuff in on time and when we had we had shoots kind of cancelled last minute like um we had an interview with Cameron and um we had an interview on one day and then the shoot was supposed to be well yeah the PR kind of said you can either shoot him straight after the interview and you can have say 20 minutes or if you wait until Monday you can have like two hours and we were like oh great we'll wait till Monday we'll have longer we can do all sorts of stuff maybe get a studio blah 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 and then um, that night the night before the photo shoot he was performing in Camden I think and we went down to the show and um, there was some kind of old beef with (laughs) apparently between Joel Santana who's obviously associated with Cameron and Mega Man from So Solid Crew. So Cameron didn't turn up to the gig because apparently all these people from So Solid Crew were going to jump him. Oh my God. And then, he, so he didn't come. And then when they told the, the crowd that he wasn't coming, a ton of people did actually surge onto the stage and like try and find him thinking he's backstage. And so Cameron was like, I'm not doing anything. See you later. 
and Run. just like point blank didn't do any more press so we didn't get our shoot with him oh my so God. I, I was a story though great story but kind of <laughs> annoying so I ended up cross stitching a picture of Cameron which took me about 30 hours That's instead incredible so like things like that that seem huge at the time like in the grand scheme of things kind of aren't so bad and I think like all of the stuff with printing and stuff like that is really stressful yeah. as well because I obviously didn't have any idea I mean Rick Rick, my, my art director, he was amazing with all of that kind of stuff and literally held my hand through the whole process. But without him, I would not have had a clue where to start. So I, I definitely think if you... If you you just need to work with people that you would like trust with your life and Rick yeah. is like that person for me. So he was yeah, really helpful. You mentioned briefly that sometimes you were thinking, Oh, should I just do something online yeah. or whatever? Have you thought about because the magazine isn't online. No. It's it's print only. What is so you've got another issue on the way. Yeah. What else is in the works? Um the website is in the works. Okay. <laughs> um but for me, it's really important for all of the website content to be original content. So we're kind of working on video stuff and cool. producing things specifically for the website that you can't get in print and that aren't available anywhere anywhere else. Like mm-hmm. when the second issue is out, we've kind of preliminarily decided to make the second to make the first edition available online as a right. um, like an iPad version or, or on screen version. Um, because it won't be on the shelf anymore and people will probably still want to want to see it but um yeah for for me it was really important for it to remain print but yeah we're we're kind of we're getting there with the website i didn't want to rush into it because again that's something i don't understand the website is like terrifying to me (laughs) so we're kind of taking steps towards that and that hopefully will launch with the release of the second issue because hopefully we'll have some crossover content yeah. that will make sense at the time when it comes out but mm-hmm. yeah that it's coming it's coming it's just it's just going to be a completely separate entity to the magazine rather than you can read what's on the magazine online kind yeah. of thing yeah like duplication uh-huh has social media played a big part for you have you leaned on it at all for like getting the magazine out and about um well we have instagram and twitter hmm. i mean i think social again is like another beast in itself that yeah. is kind of an insane world that i again don't fully understand so hmm. for instagram for me it was just kind of about previewing stuff and seeing yeah. like people's reaction to it and we've had actually a really good reaction we got quite a few followers on on instagram and it it does help and I obviously use my own personal Instagram to push it and stuff as well so I do think social media is like mega important for stuff like that just for people to have an awareness Mm. like generally so I just post about it all the time on online just to finish up because we're definitely going to be booted out by all these hungry people Uh. in the canteen Um, do you you obviously had all these fantastic connections and experience Uh before going into this if someone was going to try maybe launch a magazine or a website or a blog or anything from scratch with Uh very little experience yeah do you think there's like a couple of things that you could suggest to to like keep them focused or to help them along the way um I am firstly a great believer in the to-do list Mm -hmm. um and I think that for me I even write like the smallest things down on it just because I think it is so helpful to keep your mind just 
in the right place because I, I often feel super overwhelmed by stuff and I think yeah. by breaking it all down it makes it far more manageable so I think that is great um, yeah. I think really really knowing what you want to make is super important yeah. I um, I wrote like a business plan initially and really just kind of focused in on what I wanted it to be as an entity and I think that's super important because I think if you don't know you can drift off into all other kinds of areas and I think when you're interested in loads of different stuff it's really difficult to keep a, like a pinpointed focus so I yeah. think it's just really important to be really aware of what you want to do and why you want to do it because yeah I think if a lot of there's a lot of stuff out in the world so I think you really have to define what it is about your thing that makes it viable to, to do it because for, sure. for, for me there wasn't a hip-hop magazine that was relevant in 2015 and that had the amazing visuals and graphic yeah. design elements that I wanted to see in it because things like XXL and um, other older more classic hip-hop magazines yeah. they to me haven't really evolved in terms of how they are um uh, like the creation yeah, yeah i think it it's not relevant to to people today it's not mm. contemporary so for me that's why i felt that i could do brick and why i invested all my time into it so i think yeah you just need to know what you're doing and have a really good team of people around you that you can trust to give you honest feedback because yeah. for example like the front cover we had a bunch of different ways that it was going to be and I was really emotionally connected to one of them and I was like I really think it should be this so I showed a group of my friends that I really trust and was like didn't tell them which one was my favorite and was like which one of these and they all chose the other one but yeah it was really good for them to look at it and be able to honestly critique yeah. it without yeah so I think it, it can be a really insular process and you get really connected to things that take up your yeah. time and that have taken a lot of effort so it's your baby yeah. like you're yeah. so involved from the beginning yeah it's, it must be hard to let go yeah really hard mm. but you have to trust the people around you that they have the, your best interests they were I amazing think. tips thank oh. you so much <laughs> it's been really inspiring talking oh, to you thank and you. thanks a lot thank you for having bye. me bye that was Haley's big idea. Make sure to tune in next week to hear more women tell us how they turned their ideas into dream jobs. Find us on Acast, iTunes, or your favorite podcast app. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us.